The Bible Study Podcast, episode 346. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Gospel of John as we continue with John 18. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. You may recall that in the last episode, we were dealing with the arrest of Jesus and then the first trial, which was the trial under the Jewish leaders. Now, the problem that Jewish leaders had is while they didn't have a lot of evidence and they weren't really sure what they were charging him with, they knew that he was guilty, but they really wanted to do away with Jesus. They wanted to kill him, and that wasn't something that was allowed them under Roman law. And so the next thing they do is they bring Jesus to Pilate. Chapter 18, beginning in verse 28. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanliness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders, but now my kingdom is from another place. So you are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. With this, he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. And so this is all very much kangaroo court, and Pilate realizes that. He senses it fairly quickly, because the answer to the question of what are you charging him with is supposed to be a charge, rather than, well, if he wasn't guilty, we wouldn't bring him to you. I mean, it's such a lame way to say things, too. They don't even have, at this point in John's version at least, a specific charge to bring against him. And so Pilate says the appropriate thing, well, then you deal with him. If there's nothing that I really need to deal with, and they show their hand. They say, basically, we want to kill him, and we're not allowed to kill him. So he brings him back in, and he has this conversation with Jesus about kingship. Now, this is a real issue here, because if Jesus is the king of the Jews, if Jesus is claiming kingship over these people, over this place, then he is indeed at odds with Caesar, and Caesar is Pilate's boss. And so at that point, if he is claiming to be a king in opposition to Caesar, then Pilate is going to kill him. But Jesus' claims are much more esoteric. Jesus' claims are that he is someone who brings the truth. Pilate may not be a man who deals in truth that regularly. We don't know a whole lot about Pilate. 
We do know some things about him outside of the historic record. It is pretty obvious that he wasn't a rising star within the Roman hierarchy because this is not a plum assignment. This is not a rich province. This is a province full of troublemakers. This is a province that within 35 years or so, 40 years, will be in open revolt against Rome. Pilate is not a man on the way up. But we also know that Pilate is a ruthless man. There were times that people got in his way and he killed whole crowds of people, sent soldiers into the crowds with swords. And so that's how much we know about Pilate's reputation. But I think we do see glimpses in this version and then also filled out by some of the other gospel accounts that Pilate doesn't really want anything to do with Jesus. He's trying to find a way of getting out of it. He's trying to find a way of not dealing with this issue, because as far as he can tell, this is not a Roman issue. This is not an issue that he doesn't need to deal with. And so he tries one more thing, which is, well, we have a custom of letting one of your people go as a way of honoring the Passover, the same Passover the Jewish leaders want to eat, and so they don't want to go into Pilate's palace. And so he says, how about I give you Jesus, and then we just call it even, basically. And instead, the crowds now, now there are crowds, not just the Jewish leaders, but apparently a gathering of people, are are now crying instead for Barabbas, crying instead for this person who was involved in an uprising, this person who has rebelled against Rome and does deserve under Roman law to die. Continuing on in verse 19, Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they slapped him in the face. Once more Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jewish leaders insisted, We have a law, and according to that law he must die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? he asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, but the Jewish leaders kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out, sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the stone pavement, which in Aramaic is Gabatha. It was the day of the preparation of the Passover. It was about noon. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king, Pilate said. We have no king but Caesar, the people answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. We can see here that Pilate, again, is trying hard not to to crucify Jesus. He's trying hard because he doesn't see any justice in it. And even Pilate, whose reputation is not the best and the most just of all governors, doesn't see any point to this. And then we also learn that Pilate is afraid. He's afraid of this Jesus. He's afraid of this person who won't even say a word to defend himself, who they tell him may be a son of God. 
even when he has Jesus flogged, even when he has Jesus put a crown of thorns on his head, the idea, I think, with Pilate is that he is dealing with a problem. You would not usually do that and then also crucify somebody. It would be one sentence or the other. You wouldn't flog someone, which is a terrible sentence, and then crucify them. And so it looks like what Pilate's doing here is he's trying to get the sympathy of the crowd. Look, I meted justice out on this Jesus. Now look at him. Look at him in his pathetic state. Can't we let him go now? But instead, the crowd is shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And then they get personal. You are no friend of Caesar if you don't crucify him. Pilate is in one of those situations where he knows the right thing to do. He tries to do the right thing, but at some point, his fear of losing his position, his place, and possibly even his life if he's found to be unfaithful to Caesar, gets him to go along with what he can see is clearly injustice. It is a difficult thing to stand against injustice. It is a difficult thing if you are not someone in power. And part of the problem with Pilate is even if this is a backwater in the Roman world, he is a Roman governor and he has so much to lose. It is difficult for us sometimes to be willing to lose the things that we have to see that justice reigns. And yet, isn't that what every Old Testament prophet called us to do? With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. We're going to go into the rest of Good Friday next week. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or to leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.